Hello everybody, this is Rich Sports Talk broadcasting on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Speaker, and available for download on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us here on the episode today. Lots to get to on this episode today. And the big story in the baseball world, and I've been talking about this over the last few episodes on It Sucks to Be Manny Machado and Bryce Harper, Major League Baseball contracts, how teams get trapped, and... One of the things I had said was, you know, one of these small market teams could get desperate and overpay for either Bryce Harper or Manny Machado, and we have the first domino to fall. Manny Machado reportedly signing with the San Diego Padres for $300 million in 10 years. Now, I want to start this by saying I'm glad Manny Machado got his $300 million and his 10-year contract. Does he deserve it? Yes. Is he a great player in this league? Yes. Is he one of the best players we have in the sport right now? Yes. But from a business side, this deal makes no sense for San Diego. And I want to say this. Desperation makes people do illogical things. When you don't have money, you do desperate things to get money. You don't think logically. You're just desperate. When you're desperate for food, when you're desperate for water. In this situation, the Padres were desperate for attention. I mean, they've been terrible for the last decade. They've been an afterthought in Major League Baseball. And they're in a city right now where they're the sole team. Think about this. The San Diego Padres are the only major league team. Now, I count the AF team, but in the top four teams, the Chargers left for LA, so they're really all that's left. So there's more scrutiny on them than ever because the Chargers are no longer there as a buffer because football is the more popular sport. It was the buffer, and now that they're out of town, all eyes are on the Padres. And it's saying, why has this team been so terrible for so long? So this team, desperate for attention and desperate for trying to turn it around, Invested $300 million in a great young shortstop. When right now they have the number two rated overall prospect in all of baseball behind Vlad Guerrero with Fernando Tatis Jr., who's a great young shortstop that they don't have to pay. I just wanted to say this because I've said this in previous episodes is these big contracts, they can be signed by the big market teams because they can have still leverage and be able to negotiate. I always say baseball is different than the other sports because there's no salary cap. Everyone has to compete differently. The Oakland Athletics can't go out and spend a bunch of money. They have to develop players and interchangeable players and scout better. That's the same with the Padres. They're in that market where they're a small market team, a $75 million cap space, and now they're paying 30 to a shortstop. History has taught us and it, there's that old saying from those that don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And the Padres appear to have not learned that lesson. When I say Alex Rodriguez and Giancarlo Stanton, we think about the big contracts they signed with the Texas Rangers and the Miami Marlins, respectively. Well, just a couple years in, not even halfway, both those teams are saying, look, we got to get rid of these terrible contracts. And they sold them both to the New York Yankees, who could afford it. The big worry here isn't that Manny Machado will be a good player for the Padres. I think he will be a very good player. And do I think he can help them win an extra game, two, maybe three this year? Yeah, sure. He'll help that lineup. 
But in two or three years, when these good young prospects, if they hit on them, are starting to be due arbitration and need to be resigned, the Padres are going to be, well, wait a minute, we can't. We don't have the cap space. We don't have the ability to do that because of the Machado contract. And I get, and look, I get what why they did this. They want attention. I mean, once again, they're the only team left in San Diego. And they're trying to say, hey, we care about you, the fans. We're going out there. We're going in. We're being aggressive. We got Manny Machado. And that's it. I mean, he's going to help this lineup. They're going to be a better lineup. But this is a tough division. Do you really think the Padres are going to be competing for a wild card this year? No. Could they be competitive in the next two or three years if the young talent hits? That's a possibility, and that's what they're hoping for, I think. But... The ability to maneuver and add minor pieces to this team and is gone because of this contract. I mean, you look at the Marlins, two years into the Stanton contract, even after he had a monster year, was arguably the best here in baseball that year, they were desperate to move into the New York Yankees because they couldn't maneuver with that contract. Same thing with the with the Texas Rangers. They were desperate. They tried to trade him to A-Rod to the Red Sox or the Yankees because they were desperate to get out of that bad contract. Because they couldn't maneuver. They couldn't do anything. And they realized one player in baseball is not going to make the difference. You need a good team. So for the Padres, I understand that they've been desperate because they've been bad for so long. They're the only team in San Diego. They're getting all the attention in the public there. But this is a story where like, yeah, we're going to make headlines. We're going to please the fan base for about a month. But what are you going to do when by the end of May this team is 15 games under five hundred? What are you going to do next year if they're 10 games under 500 and they're not making progress? And you can't go out and get that young reliever. You can't keep your good young prospects because you're too busy paying this massive contract. I mean, I was looking right now in San Diego, the number two prospect overall in baseball. They have a bunch of good young prospects coming up, like Mackenzie Gore, good left-handed pitcher they have coming up. They have Luis Urias, the infielder prospect. They have a lot of good young prospects. Francisco Mejio, great catcher outfield prospect. This contract, they're not going to be able to afford guys on the back end. And here's the big problem now. The get-out-of-jail-free card, the Yankees, they're not going to want to pick up this contract or into the Red Sox because they have a bunch of young players on their own roster that they know they're going to have to sign. The Yankees know they're going to have to pay Aaron Judge $300 million. They're already paying Giancarlo Stan $300 million. They're not going out to add another piece that's going to deprive them of signing Aaron Judge. I mean, the Mariners got lucky because the Mets made a trade, were aggressive, but that was after Cano reached the halfway point on their deal and they had to take up a, half, a fifth of the salary going back to the New York Mets and trade a young all-star closer that was under cheap control for the Mets for four years to get rid of that massive contract. These bad contracts are traps for small market teams. And we see it happen again and again. They're trying to compete in the part of baseball where they're not competitive. They're trying to spend big money like the big teams. That You can't do that. The Oakland Athletics can't go out and spend $30 million on a player. They can't. The Tampa Bay Rays can't go out and spend $25 million a year on a pitcher. They can't. Is it unfair? Yes. But that's just the way the game works in baseball. It is unfair. I mean, we don't have a salary cap where each team gets $100 million to spend. No. 
The Yankees can spend far more than any other team in baseball. So can the Red Sox. So for the Padres, they had to win the way they were winning, developing young players, young prospects. I mean, you've seen what the Astros have done. They were terrible for years, but that meant they could get good young players, keep them under control for years. And they've built a pretty good roster. And when they got competitive, they were able to say, you know what, we got a plethora of prospects. We already got a good young roster. We can trade some of them for a good pitcher like Verlander. That's a success. It's building a good young nucleus, and then if you want to compete for a championship, you go out and trade for a piece or two. You don't go out and spend $300 million on a shortstop when you have a great young shortstop prospect, and when your team is not in the aspirations to win, let alone a World Series, they're lucky to be competitive for the playoffs in July. So I always said this, and I oh, and I will always say this that for baseball you have to be smart with how you bet spend your money. And I know these small market teams they they want to be you know remember they want to be glitz and glam they want to be the headliner. We signed Manny Machado, but in two years if this team is still twenty games under five hundred in July, no one's showing up to these games, and you can't afford to bring in a decent setup man for your bullpen or a fifth or fourth starter. You're trapped. And this isn't a five-year deal, or this isn't like the NFL where after two years, you don't owe guarantee money, you can get out of it. You're trapped. And the big advantage for these small market teams is flexibility because they're not paying massive salaries. They can move pieces. They can get young players. They can interchange them more frequently than some of these bigger market teams that are trapped in some of these larger contracts. But now the Padres are trapped with Manny Machado, and he will make them better. He will make them more intriguing. He will make them more of a headliner, but he will also make it more rigid and difficult to add pieces. And for a city that was desperate for athletic attention, a city that was desperate because the biggest headline over the last three years has been the Chargers leaving San Diego and moving to a city that has no desire for them to be there. They're trying to build up the self-esteem of that city again. By saying, hey, we got arguably the best shortstop in baseball. That's great. But what's it going to be like if they're 20 games under 500 in May? And they're paying almost half their salary to just one player. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Make sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest content. And until next time, I'm Nolan Rich from Rich Sports Talk.